Hello and welcome into another Red Out podcast. Uh, just making sure we're connected here. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate all your support. Uh, doing all the YouTube pleasantries to begin with. And uh, if you know some other WKU fans, talk about the uh, podcast for us. We'd appreciate it. Uh, let's get into this tonight, guys. we got basketball and some football to talk. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you to BetterHelp. Uh, don't forget, uh, betterhelp.com forward slash redout. Uh, if you need a, a therapist or someone, they can pair you with someone. And like it says in the ad, uh, if you don't like that person, you can switch. Not a big deal. It's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty flexible. Hey, Matt, how's it going, buddy? Hey, man. Let's go. I know, right? I have done a little <laughs> show prep tonight. Had a wild day, first off. Oh, um, what happened? Oh, uh, well, well, I had uh, I had my little one all day, my mother, oh. and due to, to the inclement weather and uh, some back issues, she wasn't able to uh, come up and watch Abby, uh, my mother and father. So uh, me and Abby kind of worked it out today, and we traveled around, and I had two doctor's appointments one got canceled and i didn't know it until i showed up no. which was fun. that was fun that was fun yeah well we tried to call you no you didn't you didn't even leave a voicemail like were they were anyway. they half a knuckle deep before they said never mind you don't have an appointment oh i was in the door i'd signed in oh okay i didn't know if they'd already started the exam no 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 there was no yeah. knuckles in anything luckily it was a dermatologist okay Oh. They don't do that kind of thing. Hopefully, you're not saying the dermatologist about your my butthole. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we just said butthole two minutes into the show. Hey, it's, it's gonna wild. be rough. It's a wild one tonight. Um, <laughs> so, like, my favorite thing to talk about is going to be the first thing I talk about tonight. Um. Dallas Cowboys lost to the Green Bay Packers 48 to 32. That's why you wanted to talk about it. I got it. Okay. How about them boys? How about them boys? Oh, man. Chase heads. Yes. I'll tell you what, man. Poor Dallas. <laughs> Dude, I, of course. Oof. Okay. Full stop, full discretion. And I told, I told my brother this too, because he's a Dallas fan. Um, he almost jumped off a ledge, I'm pretty sure, the other night when Dallas <laughs> lost. Um, but I told him, I said, I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch it. 
did not watch it. This is a rebuilding year. I watched the first game where they got thumped by the Lions, and I said, okay, I'm done. I'm turning it off. I'm not going to watch anymore because it's a rebuilding year. I just wrote it off. Rebuilding year. Mm -hmm. We'll let it go at that. My cousin, who is a Niners fan, texted me the other night, and he goes, are you watching Green Bay right now? And I was like, no. Why would I? Cousin Jake. Uh, you know, founding member of the podcast, but he, uh, he texted me, are you watching the game? And I said, no. And he goes, they are thumping Dallas right now. And I checked the score and I was like, oh, this is so great. Oh, this is so great. Um, <laughs> we will probably lose the next round, but I'm okay with this. Who do they, who do they face? The Niners? They right? have the Niners next and they'll probably lose and that's okay. Um, that's a heck of a showing. Honestly, like, honestly, like my expectations are so low this year. Like they've exceeded them already. I'm completely fine with this. Um, now, I mean, honestly, that's, that's my opinion right now, because I didn't think they'd even make the playoffs. Like I I had already written them off. I'm like, we're going to lose to everybody in the Northern division, which they're all garbage, but you know, we'll lose to them anyway. So be it. Um, I mean, it's the first time the Detroit Lions have been to a playoff since like the fifties. I think is what I heard the other day. It's because Broderick Martin led him there. Yeah, sure. Okay. With his three tackles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're not good. I'm sorry. I loved Barry Sanders back in the day, but as a team, the Lions have been hot garbage. Um, they got something brewing there in Detroit though. Like. Well, they got Matthew Stafford now. No, not Matthew Stafford. Um, shoot, what's Jared the other Goff. dude? Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. There you go. Yeah, yeah they kind of switched. That screwed me up. Um, yeah, Matthew Stafford is playing for the Rams, correct? Yeah, they traded those yeah, two guys. By the way, Joe Flacco at the Cleveland Browns is the greatest thing in the history of ever. Dude <laughs> is, is he older than some 45? of his teammates. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I could be your dad, is basically what he's telling kids. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Let's just throw stuff down. Um, but anyway, he's like, yeah, I could be your dad. Basically is what he's telling the dudes in the locker room. He's like, if I screwed up in high school and got a girl pregnant, I could be your dad. And I was like, dude, what in the heck is going on in Cleveland? <laughs> um, so Nothing to talk uh, about. It's Cleveland. Well, I mean, I guess he just doesn't have anything to talk about. They're like, hey, did you see that on TikTok? And he's like, what? Is that a clock? What is this? You know, like I've, I'm just picturing Joe Flacco not having any idea what all this young stuff is. He is like the Cleveland Brown equivalent of me. So, yeah, he's like, there's a thread on Instagram now. What is this stuff? Hey, I twatted at you earlier. Did you see my my tweet? (laughs) 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 Um, Spacebook. I had a great uncle calls it Spacebook. (laughs) Spacebook. Yeah. (laughs) When I want to mess with somebody, I'll say, I always add the and an S to whatever it is. So it's the Instagrams. The Facebooks, the the MySpaces, the you know, oh yeah, all that good stuff. You got to add all that extra stuff into it. You still get on um, MySpace? I tried one. I did try one day just to see how it looks, just because it's like, is it still there? And um, of course, I think it's been about probably about two or three years, and there is actually still right like sites. MySpace. You're gonna try and get on your MySpace. <laughs> um. So. Uh, in other news, um, Tyler Higby uh, got injured. I believe he tore his ACL. Is that what we were talking about the other night? Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's sad. 
I oh man, that was ugly. Yeah, he I, he could have been more injured than that. He, he landed on his neck and shoulder, and um, obviously the ACL is a big deal. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it, it could have been even worse. So I'm, I wish him a speedy recovery. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, like uh, love Tyler. Obviously a heel topper. Um, we're completely behind you, buddy. Hope everything goes well, and um, hope you have a nice um, recovery during the off season. Um, does Hypothetically, let's see. The Rams have lost, haven't they? Yeah, they Are lost they to the Lions. Okay, okay, just checking. Because um, I was going to say, I'm trying to see if I can get into mine. Well, but while you're doing that, MySpace. Nope. Um, nope. I don't even remember the email I used to get into it, so it don't matter. Uh, but anyway, let me talk about MySpace. Uh, <laughs> if you're not friends with Tom, you are really messed up. But go ahead. Uh, so MySpace has breaking news from 2022. <laughs> <laughs> oh B- my God. Bikini kill detail 2022 summer tour. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so okay, anyway, back to the, no, no, you're, good. <laughs> oh, you're good. Um, but yes, uh, completely wish Tyler Higby the best. Um, it, it sounds bad, but. I'm kind of glad the Rams are out of it and it's not anything against him or anything like that. But like if they had gone to the Super Bowl and he's injured, he wouldn't get the bonus, would he? Mm. I don't know uh, how that works. I don't know the ins and outs of their their contracts and stuff. I don't know if it's just the team or like if everybody would get the bonus. Um you know, know. so somebody knows right in. We'd appreciate it. Uh Get us a little more education on this stuff. Um, and then uh, let me put my notes back up. Uh, basically, the only thing I... What in the hell is going on downstairs? Is that your daughter? Yes, that is my daughter. Uh, let's see. Okay. Do NFL players on IR get paid for the playoffs? Yes. They do get paid during the playoffs. Nice. Uh, playoff game checks are separate and additional than NFL contract play. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Coach Obi. Um, I had him for a sports management class in college. Oh, okay. He, he brought his contract. Um, That's cool. Let's all get it. Yeah, it was kind of it was pretty cool. And of course, it was a Chicago Bears practice squad thing. But like, um, don't matter. He getting paid. Hey, no, whatever. Hey, no, it's cool. But it was fascinating because like we talked about the playoffs. He was like. The playoffs are where the the little guys get paid because yeah. they get paid the same thing as the big guys because it's not it's not guaranteed it's not part of their contract they're not actually paid for the playoffs in their contracts. Um, I understand that, yeah. You know, so like all these guys making minimum wage, well, they're making the same as the big well, guys as they advance. League minimum. Let's clarify that because they okay, make uh, minimum wage even if they're I on mean, practice squad. You know what I mean. Do we really have to uh, come on? Everybody knows it's not actual minimum wage. It's just Dude, here like less. Yeah, he's in line at the grocery store. He's like, man, I wish I could pay for all my groceries, but I've been at practice all week. Make Did a minimum wage. Earlier year, this year, was it somebody on the 49ers said they couldn't get their niece a present or something? And Christian McCaffrey bought the guy the guy's niece a present or whatever. It's like, you're making several like hundred thousand to a million dollars a year. How are you not able to buy a gift? 
I agree with that statement. I, I agree with you, Matt. I don't understand how you're making, you know, like six figures easily and you can't afford to pay for your niece to get a pony or some crap. I don't even know remember what the story <laughs> was, but it was a nice pony. Evidently, it must have been like an awesome pony. Um so Lady Tops um have done awesome this past week. The first game they played Sam Houston and of course like if you watch the if you watch the podcast on YouTube, I did update it later on in the night. Uh we they did um they beat Sam Houston 76 to 60. Um so there's that. Um I mean Lady Tops played really really well. Um I know you Matt you were in the podcast for part of the uh, part of the game, did you see any of that game? I did. I went to the second half, or, or part of the, most of the second half. Okay. Um, so I'm not a real fan. Um, well, you're a half a fan. Right. Um, <laughs> I didn't see anybody from Zaxby's there, but anyway. Um, you know, yeah, okay, I did have a listener message me and ask <laughs> what was up with that, just so you know. <laughs> and honestly, and I will tell you this, like, at the time, I was very heated about this. I was very heated about the situation, and I would thump him in the head if I ever saw the dude. Uh, and I still probably will, but <laughs> um, but I honestly do not care about Zaxby's. I don't care about him. I If I saw him on the side of the road, I probably wouldn't stop. I would might swerve, but that would be about it. Um, he is like a, a, like a nice, little, nice little... Nice little side clip. On the yes, way. yes. Uh, yeah, kinda, yeah. So honestly, I do care about Zaxby's. Um, I thought Matt was thought I was serious when I was going to kick him off last week because of Zaxby's. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I do not care. But I, mean, dude, I knew you were bluffing. There's no way you can sit here and talk about anything for an hour. You haven't you've done dude, one I've bit of research. It. You need me to do it. <laughs> dude, I've done it. Y'all have to I'm post so proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you. You've been prepared remotely season, like, lately. Season one and two was some of the wildest episodes of our podcast ever because I would refuse to push an episode to the next week. I really would. I would refuse to push it to the next week and I would go on and I would try and talk about stuff by myself. And I do not listen to those anymore. I have not listened to those. I've done some, I did some editing on them and stuff like that, but Good God, I cannot imagine trying to talk for... I think some of those episodes were at least 45 minutes of me talking about football. And that oh, was gosh. Mike Stanford-era football, too. So, Oh, God bless you. Yes. That Oof. was some rough stuff back in the day. Um, the Tops did really, really well. They shot 50% from the field. Um, they uh, shot 40% from three-point land. Uh, 66% from the free-throw line. And uh, had 38 rebounds, 13 offense, uh, 25 defense, 16 assists, 12 steals, 5 blocks, 17 turnovers, and 17 points off of turnovers. So my question is, Matt, is that the points from the other team, or is that the points we got from turnovers from the other team? Have you ever seen basketball, Devin? <laughs> yes, I have, but I'm, I've, I have completely confused myself on this stat. Points off this, turnovers means the points you score off of the other team's turnovers. So that's what I thought, but I was like, it's just like like a pick six would be points off turnovers in football. Yes, right? I mean, yes, yes. Thing. But like, have you you've never sat there and confused yourself about something? Like you sat uh, there and you go, okay, this makes sense, and then you go, wait a second, 
is that not this? And then you go, wait, no, that's this. Yeah. And then by the end of it, you're just going, damn it. I have no idea which way's up right now. Like that was me about 15 minutes ago reading this stat. I went, wait a damn minute. Yeah. Honestly, I have had those moments. Yes. I have. So yes, I I confused myself mostly on the turnover (laughs) thing. So yes, I will take that. I didn't mean to call you out in front of him. No, it's all good. I'm not a real fan, so it's fine. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, they had eight fast, fast break points, 38 points in the paint, uh, 20 fouls, zero technicals. Largest lead was 26. Yeah. Um, Sam Houston couldn't do diddly right. Is the way I'm looking at these stats. Well, yeah, they um, Western just basically not, Western just did everything better. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And when you honestly look in <laughs> the announcer uh, Riley Chestnut from um, the Lady Toppers, kind of said like when you look at the stats, you kind of expect it to be lopsided. Yeah, um, they're. I mean, Sam Houston is not that great, and Western honestly is establishing itself. As one of the three favorites in Conference USA, there are three teams. If you look at the standings, that have twelve wins, and then no one else in Conference USA women's basketball has a winning record. Oh um, wow! Yeah. So with it being, you know, um, you know, they're twelve and six now because they spoiler alert they won the next game too. Um, everyone else has played sixteen to eighteen games, and no one has more than like seven wins or something in the conference besides middle FIU and Western. I was going to say, I just looked I kind of cheated a little bit to see who the other two were, but go ahead. Yeah. So, um, you know, middle obviously is the expected stone cold favorite. I mean, they should, they should probably win the conference for sure. They've got, um, uh, there's a girl, she's a Russian girl and, um, She's really good, can shoot, can play inside, um, <laughs> does all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm just picturing Rocky Ford, but go ahead. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, yeah, I Alexis Reed punches her in the face. <laughs> but um, we got, like, our own, the championship we got, like, to win. She walks up and punches Travis Hudson, and he's, like, laying there. and Throw in the towel. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is wrong with all right, anyway. Uh, yeah, there's a whole Rocky so, Four montage I can see going on here, but so yeah, you've got uh, you got MTSU, obviously the conference favorite. They um, they played a tough schedule and they still have twelve wins, and I think that they're whether they twelve and four. Um, <clears throat> they've they've blown out their conference opponents so far. Western has also uh, fared quite well. They they spotted Liberty a huge lead and ended up winning the first game. And then the last two, they won by double digits. So um, looking like a three, three horse race. FIU is kind of the one that's the surprise, even though yeah. um, we had one guy uh, shout out to Jake Gibson. He's kind of been like a, a lady topper big time commenter on some of our tweets and stuff has really kind of given some insight. Cause I honestly, like I pay attention, but I think he knows women's basketball conference USA women's basketball better than I do. And, uh, I mean, he he was saying that he kind of expected FIU to be a little better than people thought, but FIU wasn't picked in the. I think they were picked. I was looking last week, maybe sixth or something. Wow, seventh maybe, and they're they're looking like a a real a real contender. Um, I, I was gonna say, they're. I mean, stats wise, yeah, they're they're up there. I mean, obviously, we're tied with first right now, 
Um, and middle is technically a half game back because they have less conference games right now. Yeah, FIU was picked seventh. Yeah, um, wow. And they were like a distant, distant seventh. Like um, the overall points, the top five got at least 50 and wow. uh, in terms of points or whatever in, in the poll. And then number six was New Mexico State. They got 32. Then FIU got 28. So wow. they were 25, basically expected to do half as well as the fifth place team. It's kind of. That's amazing. So, yeah, they, they were not expected to be even decent. They were expected to be uh, below average, and, and they're actually um, looking pretty pretty solid. And, and they have 12 wins. Um, you know, not just like a decent team. They, they have – they're 12 and 5. So uh, you got to be – kind of raise your eyebrows like, hmm, maybe, maybe FIU is a team we need to keep an eye on. Um, yeah. So – very interesting. And uh, I did hear, just to get back to the Lady Tops a little bit, the Sam Houston game, what I heard from the first half, which I missed. Um, forgive me, y'all. Shabadaba. <laughs> we were recording. But um, anyway, what I heard from uh, one of our pretty consistent commenters on our feed was um, that it was one of the, it was the best half that WKU had played this year. So that was interesting. They were up 19 at the break, and then cruised, actually gave up three more points than they scored in the second half. So they really <laughs> turned off the Jets in the second wow. half. But um, it, was a, it was a solid win. Uh, you know, anytime you can win by double digits and not even have to worry about it in conference play is huge. I think it pays yeah. dividends down the road because it allows you to not have tons of miles into your starters and your core players when you can play the bench because you're not worried about losing the game. Um, so even though they gave up, you know, three points after, uh, you know, after halftime, oh, oh, well, I mean, it was a, it was a nice win. And then go ahead, man. No, no, no you're good. I was just going to say, I mean, you're a hundred percent agree with you because, you know, anytime that we can get our starters, you know, some bench time and get up and let them keep their legs going with them, you know, is a hundred percent a great thing. By the way, um, we did Christmas with the in-laws, and I don't know, you might be able to hear this in the background. Um, I hate this damn toy. My daughter got a toy from my wife's cousin, I mean, Abby's cousin too, but um, they bought her this Minnie Mouse on skates, and it's got this little bear with it that skates too. (laughs) Concept is fine, but this thing sings the same song over and over and over, and she loves it. And like I, I jokingly told people, I'm going to leave it at your house. It's like I'm going to leave this at your house. I'm not taking this home. I'm going to leave it here. Of course, I want to take it home, Dad. Fine, let's take this damn home. That's fine. Whatever. So every now and then, I'll try and turn it off or push it down the stairs or something just to get rid of it. <laughs> it, I, yeah, I don't know if you could hear it just now, but it was just singing, and I'm just like, oh my god, like. Like I'm getting conditioned to hate this toy, and I it's like I don't you know normally I don't care. It's your toy, kiddo. It's fine, whatever. It's but like this the baby here. shark of toys. Is that? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I think I hear it. Is that it? Yes, that's it. it. Oh my god. But anyway, that can um, get old. Yeah, I can see. It that. gets old very quickly. Um, I try to play other games. I try to distract and get rid of that thing. And just anyway. 
Uh, but yeah, same Houston, obviously bottom of the barrel for uh, Conference USA right now, and for as far as women's goes, uh, they are zero and three in conference, five and ten overall. Um, just not having a very good year for Sam Houston. Uh, so being able to dominate a weaker opponent like that, and you know, drop what eighty points is a, or seventy six points. I mean, that's still good. I mean, especially women's games. Um, we'll take it. You know, check the box off. In my opinion, like yes. nothing. You know, spectacular. You like you'd love to see a forty point win or whatever, but they won. I mean, it was it's solid. A- they showed they're the better team. We move yes. On. Yes. Um, and even going over Sam Houston stats, they shot less than 40% from field. They shot less than 30% from three point land. Um, you know, they had 21 turnovers, two fast break points, 16 points off turnovers, 22 points in the paint. I mean, and the largest lead was two. Our largest lead was 26. So, I mean, I'll take it. It's a win. A win's a win. So, uh, just got to get ready for the, like you said, FIU and middle games. Uh, which I think the soonest we will play either one is we got FIU, not this. Well, it's actually, we'll talk about it on the next podcast. So we'll see how everything goes uh, as far as that goes, Uh, because we will play FIU on the 25th. And I actually, I should have it in the show notes. Um, The women are going to Miami to play FIU and the dudes will play FIU at home. Uh, I wish we could have it the other way around, at least for the girls, but we will see them again in March 2nd. So, uh, and then of course, uh, Lady Tops beat Jacksonville State 62 to 52. Um, were you a true fan this week or no? Uh, did you go to the game? <laughs> what, go to the game in Jacksonville? No, I, I did not. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't go to Jacksonville? What's wrong with you? What's, I mean, no I excuse. Went to the- I went to the. I mean, I don't care if you've got two kids at home. I don't, you know, I don't care if you need gas money. No, you know, you got to go to these games to be a real fan. So, uh, anyway, Western ended up um, winning, sixty-two fifty-two. What did you think of it, Matt? Did you watch? Yeah. Not go. Did you uh, watch? Well, I um, let's see. When, oh, okay, I watched a little bit of it. <laughs> watched a little bit of it. Um, it was frankly ugly. Um, it's it looks ugly, but go ahead. Actually, actually, I didn't get to see any of this. I'm sorry, I did not. I just kind of followed along, um, but just kind of got the feel for what was going on. I mean, you see the score, sixty-two fifty-two. That's ugly enough. Uh, Acacia Hayes was sick. She has some kind of illness and, and should be fine. Hopefully, she's back um, for the game tomorrow. As far as I know, it was a one-off, probably just like the flu or you know whatever the yeah. the ick that's been going around. Um, so hopefully she feels better. Um, but, uh, it was clear that we missed her a whole lot. Um, the offense was not as strong. We weren't as deep. Um, you know, there were four girls that scored nine or more points and then no one else scored more than three. Um, only, and that was six combined points off the bench. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and Karis Allen also started and didn't score. So it was really those four and then nothing. Um, there were some rebounds and stuff. But, I mean, really was not not much going on besides the the starters. And so it's just, um, you know, they're, the Lady Toppers in terms of depth can be a little bit inconsistent, um, especially if you have an injury or somebody that's out. It really starts to show – 
their cards a little bit that they still need to develop that bench a little bit. Um, In this case, it looks like Josie Gilfin didn't have her best game. Um, She did have a couple steals, which she's a machine on defense, but only had one point, took a couple shots in 22 minutes, uh, took a couple free throws. Missed one, didn't have any rebounds. So she, she normally is a little more active, and you expect her um, to be more productive than that. It uh, just seems like like Aaliyah Pitts, too. She usually averages, you know, six, seven, eight points a game. Played 24 minutes, scores three points. Um, oh, wow. So only took two shots. So uh, I guess credit to Jacksonville State in some ways. They kept those extra players from really doing anything. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they weren't even able to get up shots. I mean, the the bench – let me look at this. The bench played – let's see, 46, 52, 65 minutes, and they only put up seven shots. Good Lord. So, I mean, mean, I'm not expecting a bench to to crank it all night or anything, but like seven shots off the bench and then four free throws. Yeah, that's – and one for four from free throws, that two out of seven from the field, that's not <laughs> that's not good enough. Um, no. And fortunately, the defense was fine, and the tops grinded it out. I mean, it was a real grinder. They just kind of made it work. You know, um, Jacksonville State's another team that's you know like a six and nine type of team that's not that great, um, but they found a way on the road, won by double digits, pulled away at the you know in the fourth quarter. So, again, without Acacia Hayes, you win by double digits on the road, um, playing like crap. I mean, that's uh, these are good signs. But you also, like, it makes you a little nervous. You know, honestly, if Jacksonville State had played a little better, this is a loss. I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, but very drudge game here. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they're usually – the late tops have been playing kind of higher scoring games, and so – Really just out of character to play a 62-52 type of game. But credit to them. They found a way. They are 3-0 and in conference and, you know, winning fairly easily against teams that they probably should. And yeah. uh, the, the test is coming down the road. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're interesting. They've still got a lot of work to do. I, I'm not convinced that they're at all toe-to-toe with middle. I think middle is probably the clear best team. And then it's us and FIU, maybe FIU even a little better than us, but we're definitely there in that three team race of like any of these three teams could possibly win conference USA. And then everybody else is probably not going to. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's kind of, as far as the first three, it's kind of anybody's game. Um, But you can tell by the score that it's definitely a drudge fest as far as, um, I mean, sixty-two, fifty-two. You didn't even make it to seventy points. Yeah, and the, um, and we scored uh, almost forty in the second half to get to sixty-two. I mean, it was ugly. Yeah, and I was gonna say twenty-five percent for us from three-point land. They shot twelve and a half percent from three-point. <laughs> yeah, it was not. That is horrible. Like, and that and the well, the worst part is like I'm saying percentage, but we they Jacksonville State made three of twenty-four three-pointers. So there were 24 three-pointers that went up, and 21 of those didn't hit nothing. Um, at least we only took 16 three-pointer shots. Um, but 
you know, anytime you shoot under 50% from the field is not a good night. Um, like Matt said, you know, it's a rough night for Western. Hopefully uh, the girls are able to get over, you know, whatever crud they're throwing out there. But, uh, you know, we just got to move on to bigger and better things and um, look forward to the future. Western girls, uh, they've got New Mexico State. Um, if you're listening uh, on YouTube or any of the podcast uh, stuff, it is going to be tonight at 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. On uh, I have to check, double check my where it's uh, going to be played at, but uh, ESPN Plus, of course. Why, why did I doubt it? ESPN Plus will have that game. Uh, they do have multiple games on there, so don't worry about that. And let me see. Type that in my notes. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, on the 20th, which is in, two days after that, so that would be a Saturday, Western is going to be playing uh, UTEP. And, of course, the girls are both at home on these two games. And then on the 25th, they've got FIU, which the 25th is next Thursday. Um, so, yeah, by the way, um, I just want to say this. I know there's snow and stuff like that and whatever it may snow tomorrow. Oh, no damn excuses. Go to the game. What's wrong with you people? Go on. <laughs> but yeah, the last game there was 831 or something. There is what I saw, I think. Um, yeah. And that's just, that's pitiful. Um, oh yeah. I mean, definitely 853, excuse me. So, I mean, you know, like. Come on, guys. Let's support the Lady Tops. They're good. Yeah. Once again, they right now they're ahead of the guys in the standings for the fourteen thousandth year in a row. Um, I mean, they they deserve some crowds. They also have a lot of cool stuff going on Saturday. I hope it doesn't get canceled because they have like say. a they have like a daddy daughter dance after, um, and they have some like a bead thingies where they're making like friendship bracelets it's like taylor swift night or something oh that's father daughter night and taylor swift night and then uh thursday is the critter classic i think if you uh maybe bring i think you have to bring like cat litter or uh cat food or something (laughs) i was waiting for you to be be like (laughs) oh you have to bring a critter with you like what is that what are people bringing that is not a dog that's a hairy uncle what is that (laughs) Um, but his name anyway. is Jeff. Yeah, his name is Jeff. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, that is that's uh, honestly that's the kind of stuff that I would love to see Western do a lot more of. Is those events where uh, you can you know do something fun like you're like you said you you know helping out with like humane society stuff by bringing stuff or you know the daddy daughter stuff. I mean that's awesome. I love that stuff. That's awesome. Um. Now let's go to oh, the yeah, yeah. Go here's what it is. I, Stephanie was my wife was telling me about this today actually. So the first 200 people there get Lady Topper blackout shirts. It's Ooh. a blackout, so wear black, and then they get Tops dog bowls for the first 250 fans. Oh, that's awesome, dude! So like it's like an actual dog bowl. It's got the Tops the new the new Tops logo in it. It's oh, is it's that nice. that's how it works? Okay. Yeah, thanks. Yes, that is how it works, then. And I mean, just in case, I, you know what? Some, someone may not be as intuitive as you, Devin, and I'm oh, trying okay. to help. Okay, okay, help poor Jimmy at home out. Okay, okay, Jimmy, right. I got your back, man. Now you know what dog bowl 
you're going to get when you're the first 250 people there. Oh my gosh. You're welcome. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, the men's side of things, was it quite as good as the lady tops the other night? Uh, reluctantly, um, you know, so, uh, you know, guys, uh, of course I kind of watched the end of the game on ESPN as, uh, I was doing some, pro- some, uh, production stuff on the podcast last week and updated the score. Uh, obviously tops lost 78, 74, um, I just, of course, we didn't watch a lot of it because we were recording, and that's my fault. But, um, yes, you know, it was. I offered and you refused. <laughs> uh, but, uh, once again, no, Devin gets in my way of my fandom. Uh, yep, that's all my fault, 100%. Um, but no, Western, uh, you know, I, what do you think? Off night or what? What, were, what was your takeaway from it, Matt? Yeah, I mean, you know, first of all, Sam Houston's turned out to be pretty good. They're, Three and zero in conference. Yeah, who saw that coming? They were picked middle of the pack at best. They they were they may have been lower than FIU on the women's side. Let me, let me look it up because I don't remember. Offhand. Well, I I don't. Well, on the flip side, while you're looking it up, I don't yeah. think anybody picked Liberty to be as low in the rankings as they True. are. Yeah, they were. I'm surprised, but it I, turns out. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it just turns out they're they're really small. They don't have any guys taller than six seven, and they play a couple five ten guards, so yeah. they're kind of getting gobbled up. Conference USA, especially the teams that were already here, there's yeah. some big teams up in Conference USA, and that was part of why it was so good last year. Yeah, because you you had real size. Like it wasn't like the old Sun Belt days where everybody has like a six eight six nine like Cozart type of player. Yeah, as like your big centerpiece. Like there's some mm-hmm. monsters. In, in Conference USA, and if you, you're six seven and uh, white, <laughs> for the most part, I mean, you, you're your athleticism, whatever. You got five ten little white guys passing the ball around, shooting threes. Jake Omer, seven, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> yes, that's pretty much who you've got, minus the cirrhosis. <laughs> cystic fibrosis but anyway oh my god um but no like honestly i think i think everybody just expected liberty to come into conference usa and just take advantage um but um they have you missed well, they, they had a good non-conference so you think okay well <laughs> really top 80 whatever and then they've lost are they owen three they are zero and three in conference and eleven and seven overall. So, I, of course, yeah, I haven't. They were eleven and four. Played. So they come to Western. You're thinking like they're probably going to beat Western, and yeah. then Western honestly crapped themselves to to only win by two. Yeah. Um, really, I mean, once we figured out their kind of style, it was it was really a 10, 12 point game. Even though obviously we only won by two. They've, they played the Mid Atlantic. I don't know who that is. They beat them one hundred three forty three. They played Charlotte, Furman, Wichita State, which that's another one we played, and they beat them too as well. Yeah. Uh, Vermont, MD Eastern. Maryland Eastern. Eastern Maryland Shore. Eastern. Uh, FAU, uh, they lost to – or FAU's number 13. That I mean, they've been – I mean, they were good last year. I get that, but I, I did not – Well, they not... returned everybody. Oh, they returned they? every yeah they they didn't lose a single player nobody transferred they kept them all and they came back wow, this year that's amazing yeah 
Honestly, if I was Kentucky or like one of the big boys, I'd be like trying to poach that all over. But anyway, Charleston, they lost to Mississippi Valley State, the Devils. Yeah. Um, I think they're the Devils. Yeah. The Delta Devils. Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State, Delta Devils. There you go. Yeah. Uh, they, they uh, I'm hoping they beat them. Yeah. 74 to 39. That's amazing. Uh, but yeah, they've, they, I, I feel like they, who they've, pl- who they've beaten isn't anybody though. Yeah, I mean that's valid, but they I they mean, lost they, to Alabama one hundred and one to fifty six. I didn't even know they had a basketball team, but anyway. <laughs> oh boy, so <laughs> yeah, it, this is a surprise though. I mean, seriously, they were they were looking like a quality team. Like I thought, oh, I mean, they're favorite heading the conference, and then you know, like I know WK, you can compete with them, whatever. But it ended up like we were really the better team that game. Once we figured out their style and like how to deal with their little guys, which yeah. they were, I mean, they were tough to deal with. Uh, they were quick and they would get around the corner and, um, you know, they, they have a nice smooth offense that creates a lot of open looks for, especially for the fact that they don't have any size. Um, so there's, they create problems um, because they're quick and, and really crisp on things and, so they're they're well coached and all that, but I mean, yeah, that size really uh, and lack of like elite athleticism. There was nobody on the court that was like, "Wow, that guy is a freak," you know. Wow. It was just kind of solid, yeah. um, you know, trustworthy, like solid guys. But it wasn't like anything spectacular where you're like, "Man, that that kid, how did he get? How did he end up at Liberty? Like he should be at you know X Power Five or whatever." There wasn't anybody like that, so yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I guess. It, and Sam I mean, Houston, I, by the way, you're asking about Sam Houston and where they finished and stuff. Uh, they they were or where they were predicted. They were predicted to be sixth, um, okay. just like FIU on the women's side. Yeah. Um, so there was like a big clump of people, kind of in the middle, from fourth to eighth was like forty eight to thirty points. So really, not that much of a difference. So, and then there was Jacksonville State, by the way, who got 12 total points. Oh, my gosh. Which means that they only got three non-last place votes. <laughs> wow. Good gosh. I'm pretty sure. So Because I think you get one point for a last place vote. They got 12, and there's nine teams. So they got three non-last place votes. <laughs> uh, so they were like the clear... Uh, you know, also ran or whatever, like the, the the clear cellar dweller, and they're like two and one in conference. How would you like to be the team though that's voted last place? Like that's that is such a smack in the face, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. You know, like of course, like like part of that's you could use that as motivation and be like, oh come on guys, we're not going to be last place, and then you go back, you know, leave the locker room and you go, damn, we're going to be last place. But um, <laughs> you know, um, I mean. Western lost by four to Sam Houston, and Sam Houston's right now. I mean, Western's obviously one game back, but there's a lot of you know a lot of basketball left to play. Um, you know, La Tech um, is obviously is number three right now, right behind Western. Uh, so you know, I think there's a possibility of kind of like a. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is like a carryover from girls. You know, we've got this three way in the at the top of uh, Conference USA here. 
Um, obviously, Western and LaTeX, or yeah, Western uh, and same Houston are going to be dominating that. But LaTeX could be a wild card in there. I'm just saying. Well, I I still say the men's side for me is a little more muddled than that. Like Sam Houston is they're tough and yeah. you know, they play some defense and stuff like that. Um, I still don't know what to think of them. Um, yeah, WKU obviously would know way exceeding expectations this year. Clearly one of the favorites in the conference. Maybe the favorite, really. I don't know if we're considered the favorite by everybody else. But, I mean, we certainly have shown that we have some chops. Honestly, Jacksonville State, like, Kai Kai Tandy is a freaking force of nature. I mean, he was amazing um, what he did against Western. I mean, he – he was. I mean, he's really. He he looks like the shoe in player of the year, conference player of the year for me. I mean, he is so good. And That's great. Um, he was at Xavier and really didn't get to play a lot. He's from Kentucky and somehow he ended up at Jacksonville State as a as a. I think he's a grad transfer. He's listed as a senior. Um, yeah. But I mean, my goodness, he was impressive and he almost single handedly beat Western. I mean, he. It took Western's best effort in the second half. He controlled the whole first half, and then they finally, you know, credit to Christian Lander, who, by the way, had a terrible offensive game. But defensively, the man shut down Tandy and made, didn't really didn't shut him down, but he made his life a lot more difficult, made him take more threes instead of driving, and really did a good job uh, making someone else beat Western, and they, they, could, they really didn't have anybody else that could back him up. And so, um, really good job all around in the second half. Um, you'd like to see Western not completely fall asleep because Western started out eight nothing. I think it was also like uh, sixteen to eight or something like that. There was another eight point lead, and then from that point forward, Jacksonville State swung it sixteen points in the other direction. Western goes down eight at half. Dang, uh, you know, with like from 12 minutes on, it was a 16-point swing. So in 12 minutes, Western gave up 16 points in scoring margin and goes in basically in a hole to start the half. And then Jacksonville State comes out, stops us, and makes a bucket. So they're up 10 in the second half. And Western obviously poured it on and actually won by 11. So the second half, they win uh, by, what is that, 19? Yeah, Um, I think you're right. It was a tale of two halves, but um, you know you got to be proud of them for for stepping on the gas and and everything and and waking up. But Lord, it was it was just up and down and and I think the reason that Western is struggling on to be consistent still is the turnovers. Like they are turning the ball over like crazy. I mean it's it's really alarming at this point. They were. Um, you know, the early on in the season, they were kind of low teens and turnovers. And this is yeah. the beginning of the season, too, when you're trying to find yourself. And then in the last few games, conference play, and maybe like late December, there's been some games like Western's been had 15 or more turnovers several times the last few games. And it's like you are you are screwing yourself. And it makes it where it's difficult. Like the reason Western lost against Sam Houston State was not the refs. I mean, 
people were upset about the refs, and people were saying it was the worst officiated game I ever done seen in my life, and whatever. And it honestly, it was slanted a little bit to them. But what if really happened yeah. was Western screwed around in the first half, got lucky to be down six, and they basically had to play their best. And Sam Houston also played well in the second half, and Western couldn't overcome it. Like, I mean, and the other thing is scored zero. There were there were four key guys had zero points heading into the half of Sam Houston. You can't do that. And then just magically turn it on the second half and hope you win. You dug a hole and then you, well, you just weren't good enough to dig out of the hole. And I mean, statistically you're if, if a team's at home, they're going to have, they're going to get calls their way. So yes, statistically, you know, there'll be, there could be a toss up call and it could go to the home team. Does it go to Western ever? No, but that's just statistics, you know. I mean, and you know that's true. You know that's true because what I don't know what it is about Western, but I mean, ever since like we were like I was there back in the early 21st century, you know, but Western never got calls. You know, football, basketball, it didn't matter. We if it was a close call, we would we wouldn't get it. And I don't know if it's just because we're them rough bunch boys from Western Kentucky or what, but we just never got a call. You know what? It, I mean, this is not my real theory necessarily, but I mean, the red honestly could be a psychological. Well, thing. even the like red is thing. angry, right? Red is red projects anger. Red is passion and anger, and yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, so but, anyway, no, you're good. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, who knows. But uh, I, I'll say this. I mean, I, I went back and I watched that daggum game because I was like, I mean, everybody was talking about it. Of course, I was at the girls game, right? So I don't really know what happened. I kind of watched it on my phone. And uh, like I watched the whole thing back one night, a couple yeah. nights later, because I was like, everybody was talking about this. Obviously, I missed something. I need to know what happened. Yeah. You know, like this was a tragedy, a travesty, you know, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, tragedy. We were, we, yeah, travesty. Anyway, whatever. My bad. So I go back and check it, and I'm like, okay, that was a foul. <laughs> that was a foul. That was a stupid foul. That Okay, that's borderline, but I can see why they called it. I mean, like, there were – I counted, and I seriously, like, rewound the tape and stuff, and I was like, I really want to see if I – like, maybe I'm just crazy. And I counted, you know, maybe six calls that went against Western that were like, yeah, well, that, that's pretty stupid. And then there were there were also a couple that went uh, in Western's favor too. So six to two is, yeah. I mean, like refs are allowed to make a mistake. Sometimes they have bad calls. It wasn't like it was like fifteen bad calls against Western, and then one bad call against Sam Houston. It was like it was a little bit slanted to Sam Houston, but sometimes that just happens. Well, Sam Houston okay. was more aggressive. So they got more calls. Well, do you think, hypothetically, do you think that the refs should have to be have a post game press conference too? <laughs> I'm serious. Like some people are advocates for the refs going out and answering for some of their calls, and I, I don't mean, necessarily agree with that. But you know, maybe have a, have like the head official come out and sit and be like, you know. You know, what did you think of, you know, what did you think of the calling tonight? Well, I thought it was pretty good. Okay, well, see you, bye. You know, or whatever, you know, just, (laughs) 
I mean, I uh, honestly, there are gosh. some calls that they need. I mean, some calls can change the flow of a game. You know, Absolutely. And sure coaches are not the best people to be sitting beside at that point, you know, in the press conference. But, um, you know, it's it, it's something to think about. I mean, it, I think it's a very gosh. interesting I, I just think, like, what it does is it, it allows people – like, people want to hate the refs. So well, yeah, if you put them in front of everybody and you let them let let everybody know who they are and what they did, like they're I'm they're not saying of, to, I'm not saying to dox them, but I I do think you should own your your call. If they have a I press mean, conference, the next team that plays them is going to know everything that they did wrong in the last game, and they're going to give them crap for it. Well, okay, and <laughs> and a, a side note on this. I, I don't see how we are not to the point where technology cannot just call fouls on its own. You know what I'm saying? Like, can, do we not have like an AI technology that can be like, you know, no, hold on, Devin. Are you one of them people oh. that believes in them job stealers at Walmart? Yes. My God. In the self-checkout crap. First off, Walmart is the worst example of that. I will say that right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even kidding. I was in electronics one day and I couldn't find something. And this is like, before I had the app or whatever. Um, and I'm walking around for like 30 minutes looking for this cotton picking thing. Can't find anybody in the electronics section of Walmart. And then I walk out into the, um, you know, I finally see somebody. So I go to say something to them. They pretend they don't see me and go running back to the back of the store. I was like, <laughs> like full on I'm, sprint. Yeah, well, not. <laughs> It was a fast jog, and I'm even going, hey, 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 Yogging. hey, I'm trying to find something. Where are you going? Hey, come back. What are you doing? And they're gone. And it's like, okay. And I, you know, and it's it's like, what the heck? You know, it's one of those where you go, you know what? I'm fine with the self-checkout, but I want my W-2 come, you know, February, March, or whatever. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, they uh, Skynet needs to take over basketball. Yes, I'm fine with that. Oh, and football. That dude, you know that'd be funny as I'll get out if there's like six or seven pitching machines with flags on the sidelines, and all of a sudden one just shoots out and hits somebody in the face. That would be funny as I'll get out. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> holding. Oh, we got a holding call on number sixty-two. Oh man, that thing, dude. If that thing malfunctioned, it would be even funnier. I'm just saying. <laughs> start shooting flags across the field, and people are like, "Oh my god, it's broken." Personal foul. <laughs> on, a, on the false start. Exposing himself to the offense. What? That didn't he was happen. giving him the business. <laughs> uh, so Western, obviously, like you said, beat Jacksonville 80-69. Did a great job. Um, looking at the next few couple games here, Western yeah. has uh, the men's play New Mexico State. Dude, they got some traveling to do. Uh, they're yes. going to be playing New Mexico State on uh, tomorrow or if you're listening on the others, uh, today at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And then they play UTEP on Saturday night, 9 p.m. Yeah. Uh, Eastern, How sucky is that? Think about the travel, like back in football. Dude. Days. dude. We had an 8 o'clock game in El Paso. Oh, my god! How late are they getting back? Would, they, would mean, you come back, though? Would you come back? If you got a game know. two days later, you're not coming back. Well, I mean, okay, on Saturday, though. Saturday at Utah. Let's, okay, okay. Let's a hypothetical if we're doing a football game. Uh, and let's say it's 8 p.m. At, at El Paso. I don't know what the flight time is on that. But you got a three- to four-hour game. 
Um, mm-hmm. It'd be three, a three, three and a half hour flight, I would think. And of course, that jet stream is going to affect that too. It says three hours and fifty-five minutes. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's connected, but I don't know how that. Let's see. It won't do. It probably won't do a straight shot on for normal people. Probably. Um, and I don't know how basketball does it because they don't have a big enough party to to like just get a charter flight. Um, well, I mean, it's basketball. You know, they get a flight. Of course, you know they probably take about seventy-five donors with them too. So they cram all them dudes in there, and all the support staff and the media people, and everybody gets to I go on a great like trip. fifty people on a hundred-person plane. I don't know what they do. I really don't. Dude, but. do you not remember back in the day how the the? Okay, so this is behind the scenes a little bit here for the last few minutes of the episode. Um, when we would travel, there was like an eight-hour rule. It's a, it was kind of an unwritten rule. If it was over eight hours, we flew. And I just I was just betting on it. There was only one time that we didn't do that, and that was when we went to New Orleans, and I have no idea why that worked out that way. Um, but the uh <clears throat> when we chartered, there were they would take four buses. The first bus was either offense or defense, the second bus was the other, the third bus was like everybody else. Uh, on the team, so like your second strings, your special teams dudes, and all that. And the fourth bus was the support staff. Uh, so the trainers, the managers, the camera people, and then you crammed everybody else you wanted to go with you on that bus. So you had reporters, you had donors, you had everybody in between. You had some old lady who went on every trip because her son went back in the 60s or something. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, but yes, I, and Matt, I know you were after this era and I'm kind of ranting, but you are, you do you not remember, you do not remember, uh, Wood Seelig, who was the AD at Western. Yeah, I do. Were you there when Seelig was there? Yeah, he was, um, he do was you remember his, 2010, I think. do you remember his children that needed an exorcism most of the time and we couldn't <laughs> watch? On a way trip oh because of his little, <laughs> but anyway, hey, we're an hour in, man. I mean, God bless y'all if y'all hung on this long. True, appreciate fans. you. True fans, yes. <laughs> um, I'll have to go back and comment, delete. comment, and tag us if you if you heard this segment. <laughs> I'll have to delete that at that point. Um, not to bleep, Damn it. but they really were, dude. And I'm not even kidding. Like we. I remember going on trips and we'd be sitting there and we'd be like, okay, you know, hypothetically speaking, you know, we're like, Hey, let's watch, um, let's watch Deadpool. It wasn't out then, but um, it's a rated R movie that everybody, you know, probably would have liked in general. Um, and it'd be like, no, we can't watch that. Well, why not? Oh, woods kids are on the bus. Damn it. So, yeah, you'd have to end up watching like Homeward Bound or Space Jam, which by the way, Space Jam was a great movie back in the day. But um Yeah, I would have been fine with that. Actually, I think we did watch that on a way trip. Do you remember Quality that? Quality flicks. We did watch we did watch that on the support bus one time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um was it Nebraska or somewhere else? We ended up watching that movie <laughs> on the way to the game and basically watched the whole movie on the way to the on the way to set up. Um now that could have been Nebraska because it was a long Dude, that was a long, boring drive. Um, 
but yeah, that was, uh, yeah. Woods kids were awful and I was not sad to see him go. But anyway, I'm just glad that old dominion has to deal with him now. But anyway, dude, his kids gotta be in college by now. It must be. I mean, that was, oh gosh, that was, that was uncalled for. Uh, <laughs> 15 years ago, though. So, I mean, yeah, uh, I'm sure they're grown. Oh, dude. Good God. Thanks a lot. Yeah. I mean, if little Will is playing or is, uh, yeah, is playing for Western, then you know that they're going to be doing something. So, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Devin. Yes, oh, those boy. Little, those little hellions are doing whatever. I will um, say this for those that have hung on through Devin dropping f bombs on Wood Silly's <laughs> children. <laughs> to get back to the subject at hand. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the 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 tops against New Mexico State UTEP. I feel like people are going to have this expectation. It better be two wins on the road, or we ain't going to win championship and. Steve Lutz era. Um, I think people need to tamper their expectation. Um, we'll be lucky to to win one of two. Hopefully, we'll get both. But yeah. um, it's it's showing like New Mexico State's a fifty one point one percent favorite, and then UTEP is actually more of a solid favorite, fifty six point four. So it's completely okay if Western doesn't win both of these, especially at altitude, especially a long trip late at night. I was gonna say either a lot that, going against, uh, you know, lack of knowing the opponent. I yes, mean, we haven't we haven't played New Mexico State in recent memory. Nobody knows anything about them except Jordan Rawls. Um, <laughs> yeah, who, who's on that team, by the way? But I mean, uh, hopefully, people are going to be realistic about this. I hope they win both. That'd be great because that'd be a huge statement. Um, but if they don't, let's not have a meltdown and talk about how Steve Lutz is a failure and how this team doesn't have any heart. If they win one or two, they're doing what they probably should have done. Yeah, and I agree with that. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, if you come into this with over-expectations, I think you're crazy. Um, you know, because we, I mean, to be as good as we are where we are, Western is doing great. Um, because I thought it was a rebuilding year, too. I mean, I, that's, but I think that we ha- we should have some success with Western, you know, now are we going to go to the dance? I don't know. It's too early to tell. But, you know, with this trip, if flying, driving, whatever, there's going to be jet lag. There's going to be other factors going to play into this. You have got to be realistic when you're watching this stuff. Um, I mean, we're sitting at second place right now. We're one game back from Sam Houston. I think you just, you know, you just continue playing the best ball you can play and you just move on from there. You cannot over overhype yourself. We don't yeah. need to overhype anything, especially going into, you know, like you said, UTEP, uh, New Mexico State. Um, both of those are not doing the best in conference right now. But you just don't you don't underestimate them, and you don't overestimate Western's possibilities. Yeah, you've got to keep I mean- trucking. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, it's amazing that Westerners put themselves in this position. I know we need to wrap it up and stuff. But anyway, we put ourselves in this position where we could have a losing record and still get uh, the rest of the year. Yeah. We could have a losing record the rest of the year and still get to 20 wins. If you had told me that we were pretty much definitely going to get 20 wins this year, I would have 
at least question you and the fact that you're uh, being a little bit unrealistic. Yeah, the exactly. Fact that, the fact that Western has put itself in position now to be hoping to get to 25 wins uh, is incredible. And yeah. so regardless of what happens this weekend, let's support the tops, get out there, get the diddle, make plans to go to Huntsville. Oh, my gosh. We've got to talk about conference tournament next week or something because yes, I, I'm going. Do. Okay, I'm freaking going to Huntsville, and I think people need to go. I think yes. you need – we need to have a whole bunch of red there. I don't care what your excuse is. I'm Be a going. fan. Be a I'm, real fan. I'm going, and I'm taking taking off of work or whatever, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go cheer on the tops because it's it's close enough. It's finally close enough. We've all complained about. I wish it was closer and whatever. Why is it in Texas? Well, it's not. Let's go support the tops in the best start since. It's still the best start since 2002. So, yeah. Well, I mean, on the tops, man. Didn't, I'm pretty sure we talked get about on the this. bus. Pretty sure we talked about this at some point, too, right? Like moving the tournament from Fresco to somewhere a little more centralized. But, yeah. And I mean, we definitely talked I, about it. I mean, apparently Judy listened. So, thank you, Judy, for listening to us. Um, but, Judy, yes, Judy. Last thing to, to close out here in the podcast is, uh, Talking about uh, supporting the uh, towel rack and inadvertently read out as well. Um, oh, Matt, yeah. I'll let you take over, bud. Okay, man. I didn't know if we were going to uh, cram this. I will let end, you or... have this right here at the end. Okay. Um, and maybe we can talk a little more next week or whatever. We will uh, put it at the beginning next week. Okay. Um, but yeah, excited about uh, developments in the towel rack. First of all, I am, I guess, the. I don't know, senior editor or whatever you want to call me, Tower Rack now. <laughs> el, el jefe. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, doing some exciting things, um, giving people an opportunity. You know, we've had people asking, hey, can we support your work, whatever, stuff like that. So we should be having that opportunity here in the next few weeks. Also, um, we're, we're looking for companies that want to advertise. We have a platform that uh, between Red Out and Towel Rack that reaches 10,000 people a week um, and and touches a lot more than that. Um, and so if you're a business and you're looking to advertise and you want uh, a, an audience that, that catches a lot of Western fans, local Bowling Green people, but also regionally around uh, you know this area and even the country and even the world, um, you know, hit us up for advertising. We're, we're certainly going to be reasonable on pricing. Um, and so we'd love to talk to people about possibly advertising with us. Um, also advertising on the podcast. Like, uh, you know, if somebody hit us up and said, Hey, we want to sponsor the lady topper segment and whatever. And we're a women's health thing or whatever. I mean, um, you know, or or whatever it is. Um, we'd love to, we'd love to talk to people like that. Also, we are, we'll start advertising this too, but looking for, if somebody wants to write and you can, you can really write or that's been your passion or, you know, you'd love to talk about the tops or whatever. We'd love to, to hear if, if you're interested in working with us. Um, and so just really excited about some things going on with the towel rack. You know, we're trying to get out more on social media, trying to be what, 
you may remember the towel rack as. I feel like the last couple of years we've kind of slacked off. And that's just because everybody got busy. We're in our 30s. Everybody's got a job. But life, you know, life happens. Yeah, I and mean, that's, and that's, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Nobody's, it's not a guilt trip. It's not a shot at anybody or, or anything. Mm, kind of um, sounds like it. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Devin. <laughs> Again, if you've made it 68 minutes, we appreciate you, but it's okay if you've already <laughs> fallen off the episode. Anyway, um, but just really excited about what's going on with Tower Rack. There's a lot going on in our sports right now, a lot of positive things. You know, football had a down year and went and had eight wins. Lady Tops are looking good and hopefully going to crack through and, and break through the tournament. The guys, baseball. Uh, softball, volleyball, whatever. There's a lot of good going on on the hill. So we're excited and we want to make sure and, and bring that to you. Get get with us if you're interested in uh, some kind of sponsorship or you want to know how you can get involved. Um, we are going to tournament. I'm going as towel rack as long as we get approved from Conference USA, which it sounds like we will. So um, I'm excited and I'm ready for the rest of this year because I think – Somebody's going dancing, and I'm going to try to follow them to the dance. All right. That sounds great. Uh, like Matt said, uh, you can reach out. Um, I will put the uh, WKU readout at gmail.com. You could definitely email us there. Um, and then, of course, Matt, um, you can message on Twitter and any of those other platforms to uh, reach the towel rack. Um, as far as that's concerned, for that, um, if you have any inquiries or anything like that, just let us know and we will be glad to uh, speak with you on, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, if you would like to write for us, um, you know, you have to have a basic understanding of the English language. So with that said, um, Western uh, is going to be playing next week. Uh, well, like I said, one eight, uh, on January 18th, we played New Mexico state uh, boys and girls. Uh, if you can't make the trip, you can watch the New Mexico State game on ESPN Plus. You can watch if you're not in the Bowling Green area. You can watch it on uh, ESPN Plus as well. You can watch both of those games on there. Most of those games are on ESPN Plus. On the twentieth, Western is going to be playing UTEP. Uh, that's one p.m. for the ladies uh, Eastern Time and nine p.m. for the guys, uh, and that's both those Eastern times. And then next week we will talk about the matchup with FIU and uh, the next couple games after that. Uh, so we appreciate your support. Thank you for listening this far. And um, as always, guys, go Tops. Go Tops. Go Tops. T-O-P-S. What? T-O-P-S. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Peace out, homie. Love you.